Big show, big show. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Who's off? Yo, we are here. It's the Danger Zone podcast, episode 28, from two locations this week. And we got a special guest coming in today. I'm at a man, secluded area, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere out in the island somewhere. You know what it is. Uh, couldn't be with DL and Chef Tanya today, but we here like this. Uh, technology. But what's good, man? How you feeling, man? What's good with you? Good, man. It's interesting doing it like this, our first time. Yeah. Ooh, it's our first time. <laughs> La zona yeah. del peligro. Yeah, what does that mean? Type goofy? No, it means <laughs> the danger zone in Spanish. No, I know. <laughs> I thought you're not silly. I thought you're not silly. <laughs> I'm not silly. I'm not If, if you want to know if something's goofy, that don't mean you're silly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yo, but anyway, uh, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, All right, so uh, we got some sad news to start the show off with this week. A legend died. What happened, Big Shit? Let us know what happened. I'm sorry. Yo. So, Bill Russell. <laughs> this week, one of the greatest winners of all time, we lost. The great Bill Russell. For those who don't know, Bill Russell was um champion um, on the court and off the court. He played for the Boston Celtics. I believe it was 13 years. In those 13 years, he won 11 championships, never to be matched. 11 NBA championships. Also, he won back-to-back championships in college. He went to the University of San Francisco. Um, And uh, he went back-to-back. I believe they were in, in something like 21 elimination games in his career. He won them all, championship wise. He was an Olympic winner, and he was a a, a, a winner humanitarian. Because although uh, Bill Russell, man, he was so great, you know, but although he was doing all these great things from Boston, it was at the highlight of racial times. And all he did was uh, basically try to stand his ground. But this is a man who uh, came home from vacation during the highlight, and he's with his daughter, and his wife, and, and he saw his, uh, his trophy case was smashed. Trophies were smashed. The house was in shambles. This is the height of all of that. And he, you know, the word nigga on the wall. Um, and he called the police. The police came. The police, you know, did what they do, and uh, um, we're going to investigate what happened. Yeah, so once, Well, once the police left, once the police left, um, then when it was time to go to bed, Bill Russell, and his wife, and they pulled the uh, sheet back to find human deprecation on the sheet. Someone shitted on his back. So this is all the shit they did. It went in this man's house and destroyed it like that. Great champion, great person, Bill Russell. This is what they did. And we wouldn't see that. You know, that obviously that was way before social media and other things. And, uh, and it was racial hype in Boston at that time. And um, he kept on, he kept soldiering on. You know, um, they would say things like, you know, right, uh, you don't belong here and stuff like that. And he he would, you know, say, yes, I do belong here. I'm a human being, I belong here. And um, and then they started calling himself, his name is, uh, his real name is Felton. Uh, 
and they start calling him Felton X. You know what I'm saying? Like Malcolm X trying to be funny about it, but he's just was standing up. He stood up for being black, and in a, in a town where it was really that racism was really heavy, and just as people all around the world. But he was a great man, a great basketball player and humanitarian. So we want to give a shout out to his family and the legend of Boston because I'm a Boston fan on all levels. And although I've never seen him play, he used to have some uh, tremendous battles with the great late Will Chamberlain. You know, and these guys are 30 rebounds on a regular and just battling, man. But Boston had better teams, you know, uh, and Will, I mean, uh, Bill Russell was a great player. So rest in peace. Uh, Mr. Bill Russell, you know, uh, you'll never be forgotten. There'll never be another one of you. And, and what you accomplished as a man and as a player will never be matched. Did you see anything about um, Magic Johnson wanting to get his number retired throughout the league? Yeah, I mean, they said that's something that should be done. It probably will be. I, I think it's a good gesture. They retired um, 42 in, ma in Major League Baseball, but there was a couple of players who still had it. They let them ride it out. Mariano Rivera was one. He was the last one to wear it. Mariano Rivera. Mm. Now no one does. Well, mm. mm. they'll do it. I bet you they'll do it. Just for his, just for his um, uh, civil rights activism alone, I feel like they'll they'll, they'll throw uh -huh. that up there. So yeah, rest in peace, Bill Russell. That was kind of a shock. No one saw mm -hmm. that coming. Um, I mean, what, so what else? Well, go ahead. He was eight. He was eighty-eight years old, so he, long, he lived a long, um, full life, and he'll yeah. always be remembered for who he was and what he did in sports and as a man. And he had one of the greatest laughs they said a person could have. So his, his laugh was from the from the end down the belly. And if you ever heard him laugh, he had he had. Awesome life, you know he's deep. So Bill Russell, rest in peace. Um, on, on a sport note, though, not to correlate with, with that, but um, Deshaun Watson finally got uh, his, his uh, suspension handed down that people were waiting on. Uh, they thought it would be a year or what have you, some, you know, uh, but it was six games. So as we know, it's a 17 game season. I'm not sure what they'll do for the first six games, but uh, it's a business. He's in. You know, uh, he had the 22-24 accusations that were never criminal. And it was a civil court. And I guess it turned out the way it needed to turn out for those investigating because he's playing. So, yeah, Deshaun Watson's back in there. So, you know, and football camps have started all over the place. So I'm psyched for Football season coming. Yeah, I'm just waiting for. Uh, we got a special guest, uh, Tash from Alcoholics, calling in today. Right. We got a bunch, bunch of subjects to talk about. Um, Want to give a shout out to uh, XL, who just did a podcast interview where he was shouting you out. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. About uh, you know your co contribution to Boston hip hop mm -hmm. and hip hop as a whole. So I, uh, we'll probably show a little clip of that. I talk about any of that. I've got to. I've got to make some things really clear. Ed OG, Big Suge, Almighty RSO, okay? These guys are the godfathers of our Boston hip-hop. Ed OG has certified hip-hop classics. RSO has a classic. Big Suge has a classic. Big Suge is the co-founder of Gangstar, the gold standard of hip-hop recognized the world round. 
two out of the three members of Gangstar are from where? Boston. Okay? Two out of the three. DJ Premier from Texas. Friend of the show. But what do you think about this whole thing with Mystical? Well, it's crazy because at this time, we learned that he wants to make people shake their thing, shake their ass, and he want to take something. So, I mean, <laughs> show you know, what so he, he want to force them to show him what he's working with. So it, it, it it's, it's really sad, man. It's crazy because at one point he was at the height of his uh, of his career, man, with the music and everything, man, different yeah. style and rap sure. and flow. And, you know what I mean? And um, if the story, the backstory of people might not know, um, he had a, an assistant who was um, uh, accused, they accused her of stealing about $80,000 from his account. She was, I guess, managing the, the, the money account and what happened. Yeah. So, instead of turning her in, he said that uh, she must perform oral sex on him and a couple of the guys. So now- A couple of times, is that what you said, Victor? No, a couple oh, of other a people. Couple other guys. And on top of that, uh, the, epi- the situation was filmed, all right? Mm-hmm. So now- So she did that. it. He filmed, so this is what happens. Um, so, first of all, I mean, $80,000. If you want to prosecute or do something else, so be it. So the, the trade-off is uh, basically you're going to suck our dicks or <laughs> so you won't get in trouble. That's crazy shit already. The dude got a problem, man, number one. Number two. I don't so, know if uh, that's crazy. You either going to jail for grand larceny mm-hmm. or you can suck some dicks. <laughs> that you probably, not that you suck those dicks, but you probably uh, have some dicks before. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I mean, so look how, yeah, look how it turned out. Maybe look those out. weren't good dicks, so why uh, not? I, I don't know. I can't really comment on that. But um, exactly. that's not really my forte. Uh, this, but on the other side of things, right? Um, you know, people think just because they got successful and whatever you that they're rapists or druggies or whatever, whatever that is, what they already were. You know what I mean? So, Mr. Cowman, listen. Probably you want to shake that ass and show them what you're working with. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Uh, you know. What do you think about uh, from Mr. Cal to Wiz? What do you think about that whole shit with Wiz Khalifa? I mean, you might be a, a little more abreast. I just heard a lot of side noise about um, him uh, screaming on some DJs and situation like that. So let me know what you know. Yeah, basically he had a DJ. DJ wasn't, you know. Uh, going up to Wiz's standards, so he started trashing him in front of the crowd. And... He wasn't playing Wiz Khalifa's music. Oh, he didn't play his new album, that's what That was the problem. He wasn't playing his music. His new album. So he went off. Oh, he didn't have, that's okay, yeah, you're right. He did, the DJ, Wiz Khalifa showed up and he wanted his new shit played and the DJ didn't have it. So Wiz Khalifa just started trashing him in, in the club. If you want to fight, we can do it. I'm sure you. I'm sure you've seen a bunch of people, you know, 
trash the DJs in your days. I have. Well, well, here's my thing. Especially if it's not your DJ. Well, you know? see, the, the, the thing I've found out too, as of now, a lot of DJs, man, are not real DJs like back in the day. What I mean is, DJs used to um, have to have that turntable skill, yeah. you know, cutting and scratching, blending, what have you. Knowing all the music, that was important to them. I know DJs, I don't have to mention no names, where they don't even know all the records that they're supposed to have, or they don't even have all the music because now it's hooked up on the, you know, the computer and yeah, uh, they, the, they, the way they do it today. And it's like, so somebody could actually be in their room and um, and come up and be a, a a DJ to spin for a club or whatever and not really be that student of a DJ like guys used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think sometimes that's what clouds the situation. They they, they go on, like like when we just spoke to, uh, what's the name, um, the other week, uh, um, he told us that he was um, Marco Polo. Oh, Marco Polo. Us, he's standing back there and it's so, so now the assumption of the crowd is like, yo, that dude's a DJ. And he said straight up, like, as he spoke to us, no, I'm not a DJ. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, but see, that's what the, the crowd's gonna think. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, they think everybody's a DJ, but these guys aren't all DJs. So if they don't have the music, I mean, I, I actually had a, um, one of my sons had, had a, uh, somebody have a party. And they asked me, you know, can you get a DJ? You know, I got DJs all day. And I send the cat over there. And then the records that they wanted to hear, he didn't have. You know, now that's, to me, that was corny. I was like, I scraped on him like, yo, you didn't get them some money back. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a kid's graduation party, but there, you're supposed to have the shit. That's because he ain't that type of DJ. He, he ain't real thorough like that. So you can scream on all you want, but that might be being a little babyish, man. Maybe he, he babied up a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, the beat goes on, literally, you know? Yeah, then when that happened, then that footage of Biggie, um, throwing a water bottle at that cat. That, yeah, that, yeah. that started trending. Um, but yeah, so it happens it happens a lot. I just think, you know, Wiz maybe he went a little extra I don't even think it was a Wiz Khalifa concert. I just think he showed up and the the guy didn't have his new shit and he got all pissed off about it. Yeah, but just like Thanks. if any of us go to a club, how many DJs want somebody famous or not walking up to them and demanding them to play whatever kind of music. Yeah. But I a don't lot. care Especially if you're at hey, a local club or if you're there famous. There's a lot more. There's a lot more than you think, trust me. There's a lot of dudes be like that because they're into themselves. It's an ego thing. You know, and on top of that, Premier, DJ Premier, and when we used to go in clubs, and if they were playing the shit, and we had a show, and if they were playing the shit before we performed, he would go up to the DJ and snap that shit in the ass. Well, that straight. would make sense. Yeah. Huh? She said, said, that makes sense because you're going to perform. So how are you gonna play the songs that the artist is gonna then? Yo, yeah. yo, and once again, it's mad DJs who do that though, and dudes roll with that. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about all these five years I've been doing it. I seen dudes play. Oh shit, we got so and so coming up, shika, 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 and stop playing those songs. <laughs> but, but but Premier was adamantly against that, so he would walk up, no questions asked, snap, and then I, then they look all stupid in the face. But I mean. You know, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Also, like, if it's his new music, the, like you it said, the D, the, if that's new music, like you said, the DJ might not even have that. So for you to demand it, it's like, did you bring it with you? Where's the thumb drive? Like, <laughs> well, let me tell you that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, before social media, motherfuckers were getting 
there's a there's a whole movement of A and R's, assistant managers, managers, promoters, you name it, that were getting the fire slapped out of a stomp. But smaller shit than that. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. this is brought to the light now. But back, you know, before all that social shit, it was a normal recurrence. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you ain't got no fried chicken up in this month. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Stupid shit like DJ, yo, you playing that, you ain't got that. Boom. I mean, that was normal. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We, talk, so, we talked know? about it before, like, you know, everything's on film now, so you can't really get away with everything you could get away with before. I, I mean, it's a chronicle story when a dude said he was gonna cut our shit off at a festival. And I said, you cut that shit off, I'm gonna take this this fifth of Hennessy, this handle, and, <laughs> and, and yeah, or whatever, and I'm gonna bust it on the um the, the board, you know, they had the, the whatever mixing board. Yeah. And, uh, and he, so he turned that shit up. My shit was like, what? Oh no, not the Hennessy. Don't waste the huh? Hennessy. <laughs> don't I waste said, the Hennessy. don't Hennessey. waste the Hennessy. <laughs> Listen, when you rock him like that, Hennessy is at a, in a You hit him with the vodka, sure. You hit him with the cheap shit. You hit him with that <laughs> shit that you want to drink. Now I'm gonna just drop. Oh, oh, go from, I just got some side noise, right? Wiz Khalifa went off. Because, ha, this is the funny shit. This makes it even more. Um, I just got breaking news. Um, He's here. He just called. That was his album release party. Oh. They didn't, they, they didn't play his shit. They didn't have his shit at his album release party. Oh, that's okay, why. Okay, now so I understand. So that, that, yeah, makes that even makes more sense. That makes you know sense. Our apologies and, to Wiz, because he totally <laughs> was in the right. I mean, not to like diss all DJs, but th that one, yes. And guess what? And that's my air from the street. And that's my air from the street, yep. That shit just came, <laughs> that shit just came buzzing in while I was in there. Right. I, I seen this shit, I'm like, oh shit. So, I mean, I, I even understand it more. Because now here's a scenario. Oh shit, yo, you ain't got my shit. This is our release party. You stupid songs, you know what I mean? You can see what happened now. Huh? You know yeah. what I mean? Come on, man. Be like, what kind of DJ are you? you and, probably, and guess so, what? A, D, a DJ's probably gonna be gas to be like, oh shit, today I'm doing DL's release party. Oh shit, I, I, I'm definitely gonna have a shit, right? I mean, wow, that's wild. Well, yeah, go ahead. So, uh, we got a legend with us, just popped into the room. Who is my man? What is that? Oh, yeah. Legend, where is he? Who? Where is he at? I'm right here, bro. I'm right here. No, no. <laughs> I knew you was, I knew he was talking about too. Yo, what's, what's good with you, bro? Man, hey, listen, we got Tash of the alcoholics. Or they, or did they return the alcoholics? Because oh, I remember back in the day with the controversy, it went to the Lex. Yeah, but I said it for like a month, man. That was I shit, know. man. <laughs> we, got, we was getting sweat. We, we went on this tour with, what that shit was all about. Uh, we went on this tour with Tri-Car Quest and we went through the Bible state. And so nobody checked to see, I don't know if they knew who was coming or whatever, but they just banned us from doing the shows and shit. I thought that was some fuck, you know, that was messed up, so. Yeah, you just fucked up this food. <laughs> and the so, motherfuckers, man, they kicked us off a of soul train. They booked us for soul train. Then Don Cornelius, so what's the dude now? Don Cornelius? Yeah. He came to a dressing room and was like, hey, man, we can't say that shit on TV, man. We can't. Yo, yo, he he kicked us off on the soul train. We was like, damn, we need to change the name to something else. Like, <laughs> so, we abbreviated it. We abbreviated it to the licks, and nobody liked that shit. They were like, the licks? We like the alcoholics better. Yeah, we no like, question. The licks yeah, can mean a lot of shit. Well, I, I mean, good and bad, but also, yeah, yeah definitely. 
I hit a lot of licks all day and all. You know, you get licks, you get licks, and you know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. But you know what? That's crazy you said that, because I never knew that Don Cornelius shit. You know what I mean? I mean, Soul Train was a staple in like me growing up and a lot of others. And I'm like, man. Yeah, but they could have they told us before we rented the limo and my mom was there and all this shit. We was, we was backstage. Oh, you ready, ready to go on? We about to go on this shit, and then Don Cornelius came and knocked on the door and busted our bubble or whatever. Wow. You must, <laughs> you must, yo, yo like, wow, 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 wow. We had to tell we was waving the motherfuckers <laughs> bye and shit. Yo, <laughs> they had a long ass bye and shit. We was waving bye. We was like party at my house. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. He probably did that too with the little afro. And you, yeah. yeah, but I just wanted, I wanted to be there. I mean, I wanted to get on there, man. Yeah, Soul Train. Edo, shout out to Edo G. I remember when I seen them, see my man um, on there. And I was like, you know, that was always a dope type thing. And then you tell me that, I never knew that story. But um, yeah. why don't you give us- Shout out Ed too, man. I know Ed OG, that's my boy, man. Boy, you know, we, we around here, you know. I got but, a uh, picture of you. I got a picture of him last time. Tell him last time he was in Vegas, was over. Yeah. We was over the singer's house and we was kicking it. Big oh yeah, you, you, your picture you got with me wasn't topless, right? Uh, <laughs> hell no, nah, no picture you got nah, with me. No I'm hell no. Nah. <laughs> hey yo, so give it. Uh, I just want you to give those who don't know, you know what I'm saying, just the backstory on you know the alcoholics and you and, and where you came from, how the show shit started, and what happened. You know? Yeah, well shit, that's a that's a long story, but uh, that's cool. Know. That's that's cool. That's why we here. I mean, basically, basically, um, we 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 uh, you know, everybody had the hip hop bug back in the '80s and shit. We were doing all kinds of shit. It's about licks. We were doing all kinds of licks before that, you know, and right. this and that. Right. You know, nothing crazy and shit. But um, basically, um, me and me and E Swift and J Roy, we started a group. We was called ESP, and then um, one night we got drunk at the club and. <laughs> Girls were saying, y'all never y'all come to clubs, y'all. This is back when people used to dance at clubs and shit. Remember that? Yeah, when the- of course. Yeah, all the dances and all that shit back then. Yeah. But it was like y'all always just hang on the wall and bug the chicks and y'all, y'all look like a punk and shit. Y'all look like a bunch of alcoholics. That's what the girl yeah. said. Right. <laughs> she said that the King T, the King T was like, that'd be a dope ass name for a group. He said, uh-huh. think about it. He said, what's at every party? Every adult party. What's at every right. party? And he was like, alcohol. Plus, you hear that name, you know, you never forget it. You said you uh, sounded live records in 93? Yeah, we sounded live records in 93. They say, we, a lot of people say we was the first group on Loud, but technically they had two groups before us. They had Twister from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a group called Mad Cap, but they didn't come out with nothing. So we was mm-hmm. the first drop some shit out mm-hmm. You know, so next came Wu Tang, next came uh, Raekwon Solo, Exhibit, Mob Deep, Big Pun, uh, Fat Doe was quitting. Um, there was a lot of people on Loud. People don't realize, man. Loud yeah, had a hell of a boss. People don't realize that 3 Six Mafia was on Loud. Yeah. It was on Loud. <laughs> Yo, so Pete, so how did you, um, how did you, you and, you know, the rest of your members, first of all, if you could just mention their names and, Tell us how y'all got together and blew that up. Like, got, you know what I mean? As a group. Yeah, me and Swift, we was from Ohio. We was in California. I moved, there, I moved to California when I was 12. Oh, so okay. basically, we was, doing, we was doing music together and shit. And then this dude named um, uh, Cousin Kev, he introduced us to J-Ro. That's the third member of the Alcoholics and shit. Yeah. He, Cousin Kev introduced us to uh, J-Ro. And mm-hmm. this goes so far back. At the, y'all, y'all know who King T is, right? 
King T was J Rose DJ. <laughs> you know what, what I'm saying? We met King T. He was cracking. You know what I'm saying? They were already knew him. He was that was his people. But he was he one of you? King T took Sorry. us under his. Was he one of your influences early on, King T? Yeah, I, yeah I that's, that's all I knew. I, I still call him my mentor, my brother, and you know my big brother, and all that shit because he saw something in us that you know a lot of people didn't see, I guess, or whatever. But he took us under his wing, so you know, put us on his album, shit, introduced us to the world, took us on the tour. Swift was his DJ. Uh-huh. He uh-huh. DJ for the alcoholics was King T DJ too, so he was going on tour with him. Mm. Real hard, right after high school and for the shit, you know. Um, yeah, man, he was a big influence. I think that he, he might be one of, more, one of the most underrated gangster rappers ever. Cause I always ask that. There's a lot of West Coast rappers. They always they always reference him when they talk about their influences, and I just, you know, it's just something that I started to ask a lot of, a lot of you guys. Where um, you at? Danger Zone, where you at? We're in, um, in the Maryland. Boston area. Yeah. Oh, Boston. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know, like, like also, uh, when it comes to, you know, I've been all around, man. <clears throat> Hung out there, man, with uh, King T, um, Sp- around Spice One and them. And uh, who's my man, uh, rapping Forte? We used to be around yeah. him a bit. So, yeah. but every time when people talked about gangster rapping cats, it was always like um, King T and uh, Spice One. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <clears throat> there was a lot of other, sorry, the MCA shout out to my man, too. He, you know what I'm saying? All, all these dudes was like West Coast cats excuse me, that we had some affiliation with, you know? But um, shout out to J-Roll too. And um, and, my, and, and the whole alcoholics. J-Roll probably is the alcohol and the alcoholics. But now, <laughs> I just <laughs> seen him I seen him in Sweden. I think I told you. I was like, yeah. yeah. These, dudes, these dudes was underneath the bus. I'm like, Man, they, <laughs> I can't drink them. Do is that how y'all drink? Hey, does, he the lightweight out the alcoholics. He the lightweight. Oh, shit. Matter of fact, I checked it out when I was on drink chance. I, I broke it down how that shit was killing me, trying to live up to the image and all that shit. I had to chill out. I, I started drinking. Okay. A lot of good shit been happening, you know. You don't drink now? Nah, I quit. Yeah, it's been a uh, been two and a half years since I've been touched nothing. Yeah. Congrats. Shit as a, as, as much as, I mean, I know, like I said, you said he was the lightweight. And I remember like, there was a couple, we was with him a couple nights. And he was like, he was like turning them shits up. And, and his he's son. Off. He probably showing off for y'all, is it? He's cool, cause I wasn't joining him. I, yo, yo, I drink a little something, but I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm cool, right? <laughs> and bless, bless me, uh, trust me, him and his son, they couldn't stand up. So they was really ah. upside down. Trust me, like yeah, yeah. We like had a good one of him. Yeah, taking pictures I too. I said, "How you gonna be it. taking pictures? How you gonna be taking pictures and you drunk?" Right? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> his son had the camera. He got the camera and shit. I'm like, "Yo, dude, hold up. You can't even get in focus." You know what I'm saying? But we had, we had a good night, but we had a good show too and all that. Um, so I, I told you who my drinking buddy was, man. I told who, you who? Yeah, Guru. Yeah, I ain't want to put his business out there like that, but me yeah, and him, we used to go ahead up. Like, if we yes. put our minds to it, we used to be competing, drinking, like, yeah. what you used to tell? We used to just have fun with it, man. Sure, what did you used to tell Guru about drinking? Well, I used to just drink his ass. There's so many things you got to brush me up on. Oh, remember that? You drink all that and you're not drunk. Why are you still Oh, yeah. Drinking? Oh, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I, think he had 
I think he drank a handle, you know, of, of some Hennessy. The whole shit, like, you know, that's how he drank. And then he, he and when it was gone, he the only one to drink it. When it was gone, he said, man, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even drunk. I said, listen, man, if you drank that whole shit and you ain't drunk, you need to quit. Like, you know, you know he's fucked up. But that's what motherfuckers say, like, yo, I don't even feel it. Man, listen. I do the same way. I can drink a whole Hennessy fifth. Exactly. <laughs> I'm calling a problem. We gonna call it a gift. Yo, she, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo like that's that's just both. <laughs> that's just both. That's just the problem gift. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> Unbelievable. It depends so, how you use it. Just so as you, you know, I know a lot of your uh, songs that y'all created, whatever. Um, you know, you might have been influenced. Like, obviously, we go to the studio. Drinking, smoking, whatever you know. Um, um, so you have songs like that still, you know. And, and do do you guys still perform together, or how's that? Work? Yeah, yeah, we still do a lot of shows, man. Um, I do my solo shit. Jay, well, we we always doing something, man. Like, um, right. we do at least like two shows a month. You know, man. I mean, that's not the minimum. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, we this month we doing a big ass show. Y'all heard about? Well, y'all probably don't hear about it, but we doing this big ass summer. It's like the West Coast Summer Jam. Mm-hmm. Even though it's all East Coast motherfuckers on it, though. I'm like, it's, you right. know. Well, I'm here to the West Coast music because I lived out there for a while. So I still oh, stay yeah. up on it. Yeah. It's headlined by Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ludacris. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of people. But it's West Coast too, though. Exhibit, we getting down with Exhibit and we doing our own shit. Alcoholics doing this shit. And um, there's a bunch of people. It's going to be dope. It's kind of like that 90s type of shit going on right now. What's it called? Uh, uh, something we got to do with cannabis called the smoke out. We were talking about you know performing and, and all that. Would you rather be in the studio or on the stage? You like creating or performing better? Definitely performing. Uh, I like being a. I like that's what we make. We make party music, like the shit that we yeah. make. We kind of make it for party shit like that. So I like doing smaller venues, like the House of Blues type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my. That's like my biggest. Yeah, MC, like when you were MC, it's always in your bones. Like you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. I'm 50 man. years old. And I still feel I wrote a rap yesterday. You know? yeah, of course, man. I'd still be at it 100. I mean, don't stop till it stops, man. You know. And then guess what? Because we made music and made an imprint. When when we're not here in the physical, this shit's still gonna be popping. You know what I mean? So this music travel regardless. You know what I mean? So you know, but um. Is there anything new that you're doing right now, or, or you know what I'm saying? Anything I'm doing right now? Yeah, I got um, my hands with a couple cookie jars. This is my clothes company right here, yeah. along with my boy uh, Duck, Justin Chavez and shit. We got a clothes company called Live Victorious. Mm-hmm. It's out of LA and Vegas, you know what I'm saying? Um, basically, got a, I got an artist that I manage named Junior Boy. We got mm-hmm. a Dallas Tech. He flying in tomorrow because we got to do this meta. I mean, yeah, this is what I'm going with. Is this you heard of the metaverse before? Yeah, 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 yeah. My cousin got me up in this NFT shit recently and everything. So I've been talking to my hip hop. My, my cousin started this this company. It's called mm. Hip Hop Crypto Club, and he's been into it since like 2013 and everything. So he's been waiting for this, you know, opportunity to start his business. But basically, it's like a record label, man. But it's just for you know, it's for artists that um, you know get their music out there, and get their money, man. Like you don't have to deal with no record label middleman middle shit, and it's you know funded by the community, so it's, it's interaction. And you talk, I talk to the fans. I just dropped a single with um, you know the girl named you know Donna Ray. 
The girl she on Eminem, she on all the Eminem albums. It sounds familiar to me. Yeah. She do hook. Matter of fact, she on number 13 on every Eminem album she said. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just getting used to this NFT shit, but that's what I meant. We doing a concert. We doing the, we the first hip hop motherfuckers on this. Oh, yeah. Cardano blockchain shit. Uh, we're doing a metaverse concert. It's gonna be like, you can come to it. It's gonna be this big ass space shit going on. So, so that, uh, so that's all three of y'all? Nah, that's just me on that one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just, but I'm so, flying my artist, Junior Boy, and he's the one with the, he got a song out with NBA Young Boy right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah it's killer. Cool. And I got, I got Slim from 112 on it too. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah, see, we got the sample from 112, so. Right, anyway. right, right. <laughs> but the song is called No Love, though. It's called No Love. It's a dope song. It's, it ain't like no NBA shoot em up, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. It's a straight song. It's hard. It's real dope. Mm, mm. So, um, as we stay here, man, we got we got a uh, few questions. I, I'd like to ask you, man, um, what are your uh, your your... 10 top MCs, you know, over the decades, the times, whatever. Just give me 10. Give us 10 MCs. Ah, oh, man, I know so many rappers. Oh, me my. too. Me too, but we just want I, I, I'm going to just say this. There's all times when we get one out the way. Guru, that's one. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Sounds good. Um, let me get to MF Doom. I was a big MF Doom fan when he died. Mm-hmm. That's two, um, yeah. I like my homeboys. I like uh, I like I, I like uh, stylistic Jones. Uh, okay. Um, damn, you asked me real quick. Um, feeling uh, shit like uh, I like the Who Riders from the Bay. I know that's old school it shit, but doesn't always, matter. I know that's like one of the albums. I know every word, to every. <laughs> oh, where? That's a fan. Mm. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Did it himself accident? Oh, he muted it again. Oh, there we go. He just caught Joe, though. Huh? He just caught Nigel. Where did that come from? Where did he go? Go ahead, now. <laughs> There's no uh, your volume went out. Oh, he disappeared. Okay. Somebody had okay. called. Anyway, uh, let me think. Uh, I got to put uh, uh, I, I, I did, uh, Funk Doc, Red Man's. I like, I like Red Man's. Um, okay. I got to put my more. guy. Whoa. You asked me too quick. Over the years, yeah, we went too many to the boxing 10, man, because I'm going to say what names out of the hat. It's cool. You said five. Like, five more, we good. I feel like we got the clock going. Nah, like, I'm on the first nah, nah, I got nah, like time. Nah, nah, nah. Shit. Go like this. As long as, long as they don't take, as long as they don't take 20 minutes per, we good. <laughs> I got to say, I got to say, I can't get 20 MCs, man. I, I, I would nah. say big and box just for what they did for hip hop. Yeah, yeah, okay. You can't, you can't. That's cool. No, but I ain't saying that my favorite. I got MCs that 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 I play a lot. Um, you that, got three more. Got three more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put TNT up in there too, because if you go back, you listen to where Biggie got a lot of that swag from, and Biggie used to tell us all the time. He, he was on, we was the only West Coast group on tour with Biggie. Right. The, right. You know, it's only, only went on like two and think and shit was on it. But yeah. we used to talk. He used to tell us all the time that King T, you know favorite West Coast rapper, you know, period. But then he was like, man, I love him, and he wanted KT to be on the tour and all this shit. But anyway, um, KT, uh, see, I want to go into the Big Daddy Kane, Rakim era too. Cool. 
That's, that's ten right there. Let me just leave it at that. Yeah. I, I didn't even get a reason. You asked me so quick. I didn't even get a chance to look at my, yeah. my playlist yeah. right now because a lot of motherfuckers that I left off. Mitchy Slick. I'm a, yo, yo, Pete. Yo, you see, you keep saying I asked you quick, but I actually asked you slow. You answered them quick. You know what I mean? So we, we good. Ah, uh, that's we what I see. My See, you got me. You pulled me out of shit. You remember I said, <laughs> I said, well, who we want to know. Who are your favorite 10 MC from any era every decade? But you answer them. See, we were going to hold another question. That's why I, my, my mind, you was asking me what I've been up to. Also, we got a weed, we got a cannabis company called Smokeaholic. Okay. Okay. So I'm I over here sampling the product. And it's see, weed ain't legal over there, so I can't do that on this thing. No, they, no, they, we legal here. How food, many kids you got? Are you sure what happened to I got three. I got three of them. My daughter, um, y'all check me out on Instagram. I don't know if y'all follow me on Instagram and everything, but That's my daughter I posted a post of her rapping the other day. Okay. <laughs> and <clears throat> she rapped, but it was brand new for to me for her rapping. So I was impressed. So I posted it up. And Sway from the Sway in the morning in New York. Yeah. yeah. He hit me on the DM and said, I gotta get you and your daughter on my show. So they supposed to be filming. In LA oh, on the 18th, the 29th of this month. He said, Bring your daughter with you and all this shit. So I was like, Damn, that's one rap. That's <laughs> so like, yeah, that's good shit, though, too, man. Shout out to Sway. That's my man, man. All these years, man, dealing with this shit, too. Um, yeah, yo, so we, yeah, Sway, that's you. That's a matter of fact, I think he was back then, he was in LA. You know yeah, I mean? we go there. Yeah. We go, he started in the Bay, then he, we yeah. used to go up. Then he ended up in L.A. We was doing a show every Friday, Friday Night Flavors. Go up there, fight, uh, freestyle and all that shit. We used to go up there, man. I'll be freestyling on there. And then we go with Jay Rue and, and Google, man. Yeah, we used to be uh, on Sway shit, you know? But um, as we stay here now, we're basically, you know, we sliding through and everything. Um, what What is it that um, you got coming up? Anything coming up besides you just told us about, you know, the, the, you got another album, you got, you know, shit like that happening. Yeah, actually, I, um, like I said, when we when we started the Smokeaholics, the company, the, the okay. Weed, okay. everything, okay. We, we, we made an album to go with it. So you can smoke uh, to it. To it. Really, it ain't shit, but the Alcoholics revamp. Right, <laughs> right. Same formula, same, same party shit, and, you know, it's just, well, you know. You've been a, you've been a, Part of some pretty dope records with a lot of dope artists. Do any studio sessions uh, stick out? Like maybe the Outcast session, or like maybe anything stick out to you? Because I'm, I'm an engineer, so I just I like those in the studio stories. You know what I mean? We always talk to we tell the ODB stories. We, uh, I can tell you how Keith Murray got and fell asleep under the car. I don't know how you fall asleep underneath a car, but <laughs> <laughs> he but he, he did. That was blanket. Go ahead. Yeah, like, that's like, that's like strong, then. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the ODB story is just like I'm. A, I mean, it ain't no story really. That was the funnest studio session because that was like our brother and everything. And you know, get him on the song. You know, it's big shit to us. Yeah. Of course, we had to wait on this motherfucker. Like we waited on ODB. We waited on him at least like four hours before he, he was four hours late. But all we was doing was drinking while we was there. And then all he was doing was getting drunk on the way there in a the limo. He was that's what it was. Lyle gave him a limo. And so he went around the town four hours in the limo before he got into the destination. Yes. <laughs> that's that's so we got there, we had a drunk. Then we talked another hour after that, just talking shit. 
all that how you bands and all that. And then um, we got we the time started ticking, so we was like, man, let's just do the song. You gotta rap, you gotta rap, you gotta rap. Okay, I don't know whose idea it was, but you remember the Temptations and all them motherfuckers? They used to go in the booth at the same time and, get, and gather around the mic. Yeah, like that's how we did that song. We was just we had the rats oh. on deck. We said, I'm gonna go here, you go here, you come right up to me, and we just went in there and did it. Like we was like drunk as fuck, did it too. <laughs> he, he even fucked up and made it sound good. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's to the it's end crazy. of it, he starts stuttering. <laughs> I miss that dude. Though. Yeah. He was a, he was a I, handful of fun, man. Good dude. That's crazy too, cause I, I did some mic shit like that. Hey, we trying to. Uh, Said speaking the same shit on the song, but then a couple of motherfuckers had the fire ass breath shit. That breath, that breath shit was fucking me up. <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't finish that shit. But yo, I'm, I'm hey yo, Chef Tanya. What's up? Yo, you got one of them things over here you want to ask him? What's going on? Where's that voice coming from? I don't see nobody on the screen. <laughs> yeah, she's in the kitchen, Chef Tanya. <laughs> I was yo, in the other room watching TV. <laughs> she over there. She I, I have a separate camera. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a third mic over here. Oh, okay, there we go. All right, what's up? <laughs> she, um, she's actually a blow-up doll that we created, but she's cool. Uh, <laughs> damn, oh, that's a good doll. I haven't seen a red-headed blow-up doll. Maybe we could, like, trademark <laughs> Yo, that. I just wanted to know, like, you you grew up part of your life in Ohio, and then, uh, you have, then you went to the West Coast. Did you have any influence at all from that early childhood in terms of, like, music? when you brought it, when you went to the West Coast? Yeah, that's why I, I think that it took people a long time to really um, even figure out that we was from LA, you know what I'm saying? Because me and being from Ohio, my doc, my, my pops used to be in this group called The Chandler. Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of the funk that you hear comes from LA, I mean, comes from Ohio. Right, Ohio players. Like, yeah, Ohio players, the uh, Brick, uh, you know, the Zap, the Roger yeah, Troutman. That's all Ohio shit. So, you know, the funk was always in my bones and shit. And um, my mom, uh, tell you the truth, she used to work for Al Green. Uh -huh. That was a big part of my life because my mother, she traveled with him. She remember back when, remember back when, 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 um, when like artists had fan clubs and shit? Yeah, some of them still do. Like, he let my mom be, he has a baby. He has a baby by my mom's best friend back in 1970 or what year it was. But she had a baby by, I mean, he had a baby by my mom's best friend and mom was pregnant with me around, the, it was at the same time. So they wanted to be together. So Al bought my mom and them so they could, Al could be by his baby mama. Yes, and my mom was, That's crazy, man. It's, uh, but it's that's crazy. how I started. But then I, I went on the road with him like later than that though. You know what I'm saying? Like I know mm -hmm. his son, he was on house, in a house school or what do you call it? Uh, Homeschool. I was about to say house arrest. That's what I was about to say. Nah, not house arrest. That's a whole other story. Yeah, that was later. That was later. Could have been. Home studies is what I meant to say. I didn't know what they called it back then, but home study and all that shit. Could have been house arrest. You know what I'm saying? I used to go back and forth all the time, and I just didn't rap like them dudes in LA, even though they're my best friend. I know him since 12, you know, 12 years old. We just didn't sound on the mic. I guess that is the Ohio. Coming That's right. I was I was born in I was born in Dayton, Ohio. I don't know how how far that oh, is. Oh, Dayton. I've never been to Dayton, but I hear I like the rims. <laughs> 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 Me too, I son. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Nah, it's all good. Hey, listen, man. You know, 
Um, I think I can find some random shit. They ain't got nothing Hold to do with hip hop tonight. Go ahead, man. I also used to live up in Humboldt County. Um, I lived up there for years, and man, they love you guys up there, let me tell you. Oh yeah, we got a show out there next month. Oh, not at, not at Humboldt, I'll take that back. We got a show in Berkeley. Berkeley? Oh, okay, oh, yeah. I love out that way. That's what I said, what's up? We talk to him. Hey, a lot of alcoholics get love everywhere, baby. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of us. A lot of of us. of us. A lot of us. of us. A lot of of as far as taste-wise, or what do I eat the most as of? As far as that's your preference, like, you know what I'm saying, out of them three things. A steak, shrimp, ah, no. but no, I shrimp, steak, I think. Steak, fish, and chick or chicken. Oh, I didn't know shrimp, it's fish. Now nah, you I'm thinking that shrimp shit, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you making it tough. Like, yeah, how's it prepared? Is it battered? Is it buttered? Who wants some motherfucking gumbo? Nah, I just, <laughs> For health purposes, I'll take the fish. I'm a big okay. fish, I like food. You like fish? Okay, what about pie? Fruit pie? No, apple pie, I'm sorry. Shepherd's pie. I say fruit pie, I never heard of no fruit pie. <laughs> <laughs> it don't crazy. sound like definitely that's off crazy. the list. No, hey, nah, I wasn't that. Hey, that's just crazy because it's real. <laughs> well, yeah. But hold up, I'm gonna tell you three things. I know don't eat no fruit pie. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you, got, you got shepherd's pie, Apple pie or pot pie? If you had those choices, what would you choose? I have no clue what separate pie is. <laughs> hey, ain't that the next? Hey, this the Shepherd's first pie. pie. What's the weather like? If I'm in Vegas right now, it's 110 degrees. I don't want no pot pies. Yeah, yeah. You said pot pies? Yeah, I'm just saying out of these three things, apple pie, shepherd's pie. I'm going with the apple. Well, the apple okay. pie. I ate a lot of sweets anyway. I, my doctor said I need to chill out. So, Paul, because Shepherd's Pie is funny because you another dude that never heard of that. Easy Mo B, shout out to Easy Mo B. He didn't never hear oh, that. That's my brother. You know what I <laughs> mean? So, we hit him with that, you know. Okay, how about this one? When you was a kid. That must be a Boston thing, Shepherd Pie. Nah, it actually is. It's just because I don't like that shit. First time I ever saw Shepherd's Pie was in jail. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought that was a prison plate. I was like, yo, what is that? Shit, he said, what's in like it? What's in it? What is it, Tanya? Shepherd's pie is, it's sheep. like um, mashed potato and beef lasagna. Yeah. So like it's mashed potatoes and then underneath it's like ground beef with like pieces yeah, of carrots, onion, maybe some peas, depending. It, you know, people it, put it, different kinds of vegetables. It actually You like shepherd's pie? It's not like beef. That's a little different, but yeah, you know, um, another thing, when you was a kid growing up, right? This is the last one I got, right? So did uh -huh. you ever have any one of them little ass animals, a, a, a hamster, guinea pig, gerbil, one of them silly shits? You ever had that? Ah, my crib had mice though. I used to hate them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, damn dog, I had to set the mouse trap before I went to bed. Just the motherfuckers. Hey, in the middle of the night, and I know like, ah, oh, and I gotta wake up in the morning. Up. I gotta get some gloves, put the mic. Cause we live by and, a field and it was all field mice. The little motherfuckers to be about this big, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. would you? So would I was never interested in a hamster. <laughs> we had enough. This, this is the last <laughs> one. This is the last one. 
do, do you think like if you was watching just on this uh, situation, would you prefer you to see somebody slap the shit out of somebody or knock them out? If I was sitting there watching, like it depends on who it is. Like that's no, a I'm just question. saying, period, period. Like because you say like, dang, he slapped the shit out, or I just I like I want to see a knockout. Like how would you like you know which one of them would you prefer? Uh, I probably want to see the. I don't know, man. Probably just slap. It's not a laugh, but you know what I mean? Nobody got hurt because I ain't a big violence motherfucker, but if somebody got hurt, it's slap. Hey. Laugh about you slap it. Somebody slap somebody. You ain't somebody slap you, you ain't do nothing. Hey, yo. Well, <laughs> it depends on what happens after that. That's the whole thing. You got knock out hey, after that. I feel like the slap is the warning shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> now what? Because if somebody slaps somebody, you'd be like, damn. Yo, he slapped the shit out you. And then you like laughing, like you said, that shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? That was just some random shit I asked motherfuckers, but listen. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, really get that question, man. But. <laughs> yeah, it was some crazy shit ain't got nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like it says, in that one right there, it's like, if you see him up, like, I remember seeing, you know, first of all, Mike Tyson's first 10, 15 fights, they was all knockouts, quick. Shit was over, you know what I mean? So. And then, now they got this shit, I don't know if you ever seen it. Them slap yeah, the slap shit, I saw that. Oh, well, that's the crazy shit. I'm oh, like, who does this? Motherfuckers get knocked out getting slapped. They get buckled that's and all a, that. I'm, that's a sport, it's like a real sport. You gotta hold the handle and shit. Hey, yo, you, hey, you see what they like. <laughs> I'm like, who thinks that stuff? Like, uh, I, was, I was wondering who like invented that sport. Like, who? Yo, like, man. Like, huh? Yo, man, they were slaps. Hey yo, DL, the crazy part is that they do this spin, like to set it up, like they do a few of these, and now that third or fourth one, blah! <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen the whole competition. I seen clips. I'm like, yo, yo, they're the hands uh, on like LeBron and everything. I just seen that shit. Right. Yeah, they put powder on it too. You're right to make it work, <laughs> work. but I just uh -huh. seen a motherfucker get knocked out in one of them contests. They, he slapped him out. Yeah, see, I'm like, dude, I'm not, I don't care, man. Yo, I'm, it's either you could be one of them dudes or you could be Joey Chestnut, the hot dog swallower. So it's like, like how do you practice for how do you practice for the slapping competition coming up? You you just hire somebody you can slap a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> I think first you have to start in layers. So maybe you gotta start with slapping yourself and then you move on to somebody nah. else slap. Oh, These are motherfuckers get slapped with the whole shoulder and they come and it's <laughs> leave no higher. And man, I, I just been recently watching it because I'm like, yo. See, you I know what? Like hey, I take. Hey, you want me to tell you something? Remember, I told you we got a concert coming up with uh, Rick Ross and all them. They yeah, have yeah. one of those competitions on the flyer. They got a slap. Oh, they do. That night, I'm like, this is really blowing up. I like yeah, this. They some of them gonna get somebody killed though, man. Yeah, they, <laughs> they have my, motherfuckers were getting slapped, and they was changing what gender they were. They was slapping the gender shit out the motherfuckers. Man. Oh boy. <laughs> You gotta watch that. I'll see the DL, you gotta see that shit. That shit be stupid as I, I'm like, I don't know how these dudes take that. <laughs> After that slap bash. Well, we need to know what socials are. Socials, yeah. Uh, socials is, uh, how about uh, 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 Tash of the Alcoholics on IG. You sure? And then go to that, it tells you all the rest of the, because I can't remember the Twitter and all that stuff. <laughs> Yo, you still <laughs> Go to that, just go to task <laughs> underscore <laughs> OF and pop right up. I did have one question about, uh, go ahead, uh, go ahead, go you know, uh, who your favorite producer was in, in the game. 
Ah, uh, my favorite producer, I probably have to say E Swift. You know what I'm saying? Cause he uh he know me like a bug and he knows what to make yeah. that I like. It ain't no time to figure out do I like to be denied. He knows exactly what to send me and all that. Somebody say but Okay. But if he swift busy, give me uh give me Swizz beats. <laughs> give me Swizz beats. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a dope hey, that's a dope response too. He said he's busy, give me this dude over here. And it's still yeah, a win. I never met Swizz beats, but I, I like this stuff though, man, because he he I like this stuff. He's real dope to me. But um, yeah, man, I had a good time on here, man. What's the name of the what's the name of the show again? The name of this show is Yeah, it was a big ass thing with that danger zone. I'm just, yeah, no, the name of this show is I'm your father. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yo, the day, yo, the Danger Zone podcast. I hope we catch up soon too, man. On the move. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so, know we have to go. I'm gonna get back on here. We're gonna kick the stories around about Google oh, and all that. Boy. Oh man, yeah, the night him and Grand Poobah was hanging out. Oh man. Oh, yeah. What's all right, next? man. I gotta go, man. So I mean, hey, hey thanks, for, thanks for being here. We appreciate you, Tash, man. Shout out to the wrestling brothers and all that too. I, I will do that. Tash. We'll do that. Uh, all right. And check I'm for back. that on NFT, man. Check for that new song I got out with Dana Ray, and I got another version out with uh, the the mayor. He running for mayor right now. His name is Red Grant, the comedian. You know, the light skin right. brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm with him too. And my Cody's on that one. But uh, the song is called Party with Tash. Check it out. Right, I'm gonna send it to y'all so y'all can play it on the radio. All right. My man. All right, y'all. Right, One love. Peace. Peace, peace. Yes, sir. Wu Family Moving Company. They've been your neighborhood moving company for over 10 years, offering swift, efficient, and stress-free moving. Just call Wu Family Moving at 978-398-2784, online at R-O-U-X-FamilyMoving.com. In the Danger Zone podcast, episode 28, Big Shook. Chef Tanya Nicole and DL, we here. So that was a dope interview. Tash, shout out yeah. to Tash. Alcoholics. Shout out to my man Tash. Um, shout out for coming through. You know what well, my favorite part of the week is? It's stupid as hell. So let yeah, me know, bro. <laughs> Some dudes are just stupid, man. It is what it is. It is stupid criminals, stupid individuals, whatever. When it comes to robbery, nothing should be left behind. Not even a fingerprint. But this robber ass clown didn't know about this simple rule, and he left behind his certificate as a great proof of his identity. Wow, stupid as fuck. Anyway, so um, I put him among these world's dumbest criminals because he was trying uh, to be a crook without knowing the rules. The criminal makes it easy for the police to catch him in a blink. And the robber had grabbed the wallet from a woman and ran away, but he left his important thing behind. And that was his certificate. The wallet was full with with forty dollars in cash, dumb as shit, and the victim's ID. But the robber dropped his two most important things: his birth certificate and his mother's letter. These two proofs were <laughs> enough to identify him as Zachary Tentoni from Southern Connecticut. And no time, the police ran up and caught him because they they knew he was. And he was he was identified immediately. So <laughs> your man said, Zachary Tentoni, you're stupid as hell. And let me tell you one thing. One, let me tell you one thing. First of all, you robbed somebody for forty dollars, right? It's a super stupid robbery, whatever. And you leave your your birth certificate and your a letter to your mother. You definitely as stupid as hell. 
You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Come on. <laughs> I would have been like, I wasn't there. Someone stole my wallet with my very yeah. personal letter to my mama. <laughs> Damn. First of all, I give a shout out, you know, to the family. And actually, you know, a condolence as well. But I'm just bringing attention to the situation. Michelle um, Nichols, who played the role of Lieutenant Nyota Ahura, made me a... Uh, she was on the Starship Enterprise in the original Star Trek. Um, she was very um, influential because she was early to be on a, a, a show like that, a popular show like that. She was a black woman, you know. So um, rest in peace to, to her, um, Michelle Nichols. You know, we'll always remember you. And I remember watching that when I was young. And the, you know, Star Trek, man. And uh, also, I want to give a shout out to the family and condolences and remembrance, remembrance um, of MC Trouble. Natasha Sharon Rogers, on the day of her birth, rap artist and the first female rapper signed to Motown Records, MC Trouble, had a minor hit with the song, Make You Mine, featuring the Good Girls, released May 25th, 1990. Thank you, Tash, for coming through. Um, AKA, man, listen, me, Mr. DL, Chef Tanya the Cook, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the brownie, yeah, we the brownie didn't have makeup. any sensitivity by Mr. DL. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, no, give him a minute. Oh, are you sad about that? You sound like you were sad. No, I'm not sad. That. I don't, I don't be insensitive on purpose. I just sometimes yeah. say what you say. Yeah. You trip over, okay. hey, you trip over them cracks, they did. You didn't know they was there. <laughs> Yo, appreciate y'all. Remember, excuses have no purpose, so don't make them. As we grow, we glow. That's all of us, man. The on, man, on my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular Took big fat ass stacks from the register No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure the Hard I have, you joke when I stab Brands in my pocket and still caught a cab